0: The year is 2010. It's the 10th of February, as I consult what I wrote. It's actually, so it's it's over. Oh, really? It's 210 2010. <laughs> so, uh, you're wasted land, on the North Coast. With Amigo Schmo, and to my left,
1: Mickey and Mike.
0: And nobody That's else. Yeah, Smaller turned That is all.
1: Everybody fled as soon as the recorder came out.
0: And Scott never showed. Even though he kind of said he would,
1: yep. Yeah. Scott was reportedly unavailable for volleyball, but he said he would try and step by for podcasting. But I guess that didn't work out.
0: I beg to differ. He actually made it sound like he was available for volleyball at the last when minute. A storm if if storm sc- There was no school. He would ah. So was there? There no was school no school. Yeah. So no. There was
2: no school for kids here on the North Coast oh. because of our massive snowstorm. Yeah. that dumped an amazing ten inches of snow.
0: Did they even so dump ten? I, I think we got 10. I
1: thought it was like 6 to 8 last I heard. I heard
0: 5 to 9 last day. Well, we're good.
1: All it's I know is it's like
2: embarrassing. They got like 18 like in New York and in it's more mean. than that in Washington. Mm-hmm. i That's a snowstorm.
1: And they, they even, they've been getting that. They got that before us. The yeah. snow was all south of us before. We finally get a snowstorm hit us. The local news is just up in arms. Run
2: for your lives.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Tell your family you love them. This is it.
0: <laughs> Isn't it? Don't snow you feel embarrassed? To be like when I looked look at local news this morning, they're they they're live out in some parking lot somewhere. Yeah, She's like, Look at snow. the depth of the snow on this car. Well, and it doesn't, you can just brush it off. I mean, it's,
2: exactly. It's yeah, we, gotta, we got some
0: snow. Let's you don't take have to use, use a sh-
2: shovel or anything. You, you make, make it, brush. it look
0: like wimps to the rest of the country. I mean, they got the yeah, 18 inches and crap, all these other
2: places. This is Michigan,
0: for God's sake. We're supposed to get the it's, snow. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Remember when we were younger, the snow, we would shovel it and it would stick around and we'd get more snow?
1: Yeah. That hardly yeah,
2: happens. Yeah, we'd have mountains of snow in front of the house. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're piling the latest snow on top of the last yeah. time you shoveled. You yeah. can not
1: even see the street from your windows
2: this mountain of snow that you've I know. snow blowed off the
1: driveway. No, it's, it's nothing. No, it's nothing. Everybody's making a big deal out of it. I know. You think it's back, back in your younger... East-y snowfall. And they all run together. All the snow, like they were in
0: one season. So they were spread out. But still, we don't get as much snow as we used to. And oh. you don't have to be reporting live and oh, showing exactly. snow on a car. It, it's just embarrassing. The first thing I just like, oh, God, Channel 7, take it easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What is the deal? Anyway... We got snow here. So it's we're not complaining a big deal. it wasn't <laughs> much snow you, uh, the North Coast. <laughs> well we need to besides the weather, what else is the gospel from the coast, Nick?
1: Chronologically, the first story is something that actually happened last Wednesday, but we weren't recording. We did discuss it, but we weren't recording. And that's Margaritaville announced four flavors of fully cooked, frozen, and easy to prepare chicken wings. We sampled them. We had them
2: at the Buffett show, remember? Yeah. They were giving them away. You and
0: Scott, I never did, but yeah, you and Scott did.
2: Obviously, Obviously they, been, weren't, but
1: they weren't for sale. You were just sampling. I assumed that they
2: were for sale at the time, but I guess this is the big thing. It was, it was an experiment on us, I guess. He must to answer the poll
1: questions favorably. <laughs> <laughs> According to the press release, each wing flavor is sold in a 20-ounce, 28-ounce bag and includes a sauce packet with flavors and spices inspired by Island Cuisine. The flavors include Island Buffalo, Mango Chutney, Orange Peel, and Caribbean Barbecue. I believe I had the barbecue. And our waitress was saying they all sound sweet. And I guess I... The uh, Island Buffalo intrigues me, though, out of those four. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be like a sweet take on the hot wing.
1: And uh, Margaritaville, the Margaritaville line pointed out that they'd be available for the big game, but unfortunately none of us got any for the big game, so we don't have any uh, personal taste test results. So I guess we're gonna to have to pick up a package of those if we if they're in
2: our in our area. And I didn't see we'll them I, mean, I, did, I can't, can't say that I was, I was specifically looking for them, but I'm, I was out shopping for stuff. And I did not they didn't catch my eye. So nice going. They probably had them yeah. I just didn't discover them.
1: Thursday, February fifth, Jimmy was interviewed by Cox Sports Television in the locker room following the Saints victory over wow. the Vikings. At the NFC Championship Sunday, January 24, Sean Payton also popped in to share a few words. And the video was up on YouTube and at Buffett News and Buffett World. Saturday, February 6, Jimmy and the Reefers performed a special show for NFL owners at Miami's Viceroy Hotel. The set list sheet only had seven songs on it, according to the photo at Buffett News. But they performed eleven songs, including rarities like "Wait in Vain" for Bob Marley's birthday, "I Feel Good" with Nadira, and "I Will Play for Dumbo," along with the usual standards. I don't know. I always feel uncomfortable when I hear about Buffett doing all these uh, corporate gigs. Yeah, these corporate gigs. It's yeah. like, I I kind of don't want to know that he's just some performer for hire. Who does all these corporate gigs mm-hmm. and he's he was involved in the in the uh crap. I should be sober to talk about this
2: because I can't remember <laughs> it now.
1: But when the, the the CEOs, when they were getting uh, investigated for Oh,
2: the one guy that, that hired him uh for his wife's birthday yeah, party and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a, a big the big nullabaloo that he had in the yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's a good observation we haven't
0: talked too much about that and it does uh, every time you mention I'm like uh, like I don't want to
1: hear this yeah I don't want to know this is happening or I wish it wasn't happening I guess but I so this this is the only artist that I read about doing all these corporate gigs and so I wonder is Jimmy just just you know more than amenable to be playing these private performances or or do uh, do all performers have to do this is it part of being a being a performer yeah. that you have to do, he... no, no, I
2: think he he seems to do it like when friends are involved or something at some level. But he has lots of friends. But he, but he has lots of friends, he, and he gets money, a lot of money. Yeah, he mm-hmm. gets so money. They're not for free. It's not free. And the band's getting paid, so he's taking care of
1: everybody.
0: And but he's involved in all these corporate things like Landshark Lager and stuff. So he pays back by he 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 did it for Anheuser Bush people, right? Mm-hmm. He did stuff like that. So. Maybe when you're hooked into in the foods and all that, maybe it just ends up being like doing a favor. Now he didn't want he he did not go the Disney route a long time ago because Disney puts their hooks in you and makes you do all this stuff. But it sounds like he's doing that kind of stuff, just not Disney. Yeah, he's doing it on his own, me. basically. So maybe it's he's making more money, not doing it for Disney. I don't know. It's, it's well, not, it's it's what what it sounds seems to it's the same as being a Disney. He gets your chunk of the pie. Is. Yeah, but my point is the. The corporate part of it is the same as if he did Disney.
1: Next, we got uh, Sunday, February 7. Jimmy showed up at the stadium formerly known as Landshark to watch Super Bowl 44. Also with Jimmy were Kenny Chesney, Rascal Flats, and Darius Rucker. And I was amused by that because your schmo's son yep. Jacob had just seen Rascal Flats and Darius Rucker, or was that after the Super Bowl? I couldn't remember. No,
0: Super Bowl Sunday, he saw them on Friday. Okay. Friday or Saturday. I knew it was, Friday.
1: Close. He was He was talking he about He saw it Rascal Flatts
0: and Darius Rucker on Friday. Yeah, really? Really? So. Yeah, he's been the, quite the concert goer. Like, he didn't like this show. He likes to go to small places and see smaller bands. Like and he did not.
1: He did not care for Darius Rucker. I think he liked Darius Rucker, but he did not care for Rascal Flatts. Yeah,
0: his official... It would be he didn't like Rascal Flatts and Darius Rucker was okay, mm-hmm. and he could like almost appreciate him, but and then people and he was knew upset that song. the only
1: yeah they only recognized one song and everybody went crazy for one
0: song and I know what he's saying it's the same kind of, yeah because they hear the one song they've heard on the radio, mm-hmm. and and I had to remind him that he actually saw Darius Rucker before, as Hootie with Hootie and the Blowfish, at after the golf tournament here the TPC they had like free concert we sat at the 18th green watch Hootie
1: and the Blowfish it's Hootie.
0: And they were were good.
1: Hmm. Anyway. After the Super Bowl, Chesney took the stage at Miami's Intercontinental Hotel around 2 a.m. for a 30-minute set to celebrate the game, and Buffett was reportedly in attendance. And speaking of the Super Bowl, we got an email from listener Matthew, or listener Hunty, I don't know which name we should use, But he wrote, uh, writing this from Sydney, Australia, we receive NFL on both free-to-air and pay-TV, and it has a cult following here. The premier winter game in Sydney is Rugby League, which has borrowed quite heavily from American Football, or Gridiron, for a number of years in regard to training techniques and attacking. Offensive and defensive patterns, etc. Needless to say, I've just viewed the interview after the Saints' victory in the NFC Championship game where the question was asked Would Buffett play halftime at the Super Bowl? We've, or should I say, you've had McCartney, the Stones, and the Who, so why not Jimmy? From an outsider's point of view, thousands of miles away, it would appear he has passed all the criteria for such an event. I'll let you decide what qualities you need to be, even considered a Super Bowl halftime act, and I think that could be a podcast in itself. But what three songs would he sing? I think Margaritaville is a given, but what else would entertain, inspire, and deliver quality entertainment to worldwide masses? Who knows? Maybe he could even show a bit of tit, Janet Jackson style, just to spice things up. So what do you guys think? Well, first of of Jimmy doing the Kudos for working tit into his email. <laughs> Thank you very
0: much. I'll have a swig of beer. Yeah, today. There you go. Well, we haven't done this in a while. Ooh. Terrible. Sound hey, good. What
1: the, so, what three songs with Jimmy? Yeah, Jimmy well, this did. is that... This isn't going to be yeah, fun. Margaritaville is going to be one of them, so what two songs? Yeah, Margaritaville is going to be one. Not, this is. Uh, probably be fins and maybe volcano i don't know maybe no nah, it would have fins, to be the have to cheeseburger be cheeseburger the fins and margarita songs Vogue. you know by heart would have to be yeah but so, do you think he'll
0: you think it'll be more like four and he'll whip throw in a slower one in there like pirate yeah or?
1: it's true jimmy's songs are short so we could probably fit four and maybe even five But man. if he did a medley Oh God! Don't do medleys. <laughs> Twitter can't Who handle man. doing medleys. <laughs> yeah,
0: the, the people that complain about the Who medley—I mean, well,
1: well, we the medley exists. People. We have what, to answer what, this question by discussing Super Bowl Forty Four before <laughs> we can answer Listener Matthews. Yeah, let's let's discuss the halftime show for
0: Super Bowl Forty Four. We have to discuss Super but Bowl. But he had a good good party at Mike's house. His best Super Bowl party ever. <laughs> biggest, biggest, by, by biggest, far. The biggest. food was good. I enjoyed myself, and it was a good football game. I mean, it wasn't they
2: actually played good football it seemed Dallas, so but the who halftime more. show I thought it was it was great or it was in, good in agreement there we, we all watched it together, and I think we all agreed that it was uh it was very enjoyable i I was very impressed with uh i mean I'd heard Daltrey sing recently, and his voice is not you know what it used to be or um, so I expected the worst from this performance, and I was pleasantly surprised.
1: Yeah, I had my doubts too, because I had just seen The Who, um, I can't remember exactly when, but the last time they were in town, I did see them, and Roger's voice has gotten a, noticeably worse than the last time I saw him, when it sounded kind of decent, so I was, I was really worried that they wouldn't be able to pull it off. I thought they did a really good job, it's a shame that they weren't invited to do this Five years ago? Six mm-hmm. years ago? Yep. Because um, they really could have just blown the roof off the dump, to quote David Letterman. I also, after viewing it over again, I really think CBS did a disservice because they really put their vocals up front and center. Their vocals are a lot louder than the music, and I think that made them sound clumsier than than would, than you'd normally notice.
2: Hmm. See, I don't know. I just thought, thought it sounded good.
1: So I think if they'd been mixed mixed lower especially Pete Townsend because it was like his backing vocals were louder than the lead vocals so I think that might have helped too if they'd kind of mixed them better so who knows maybe when you pick up the Super Bowl 44 DVD this will all be taken care of and their uh, vocals will be mixed properly
0: the stage show light show kind of thing was cool Mm -hmm. I thought it was really cool it was like big yet I mean yet it makes sense it wasn't just Nuts. I don't mind these Super Bowl halftime shows lately getting his ass. Oh, lately, see? Yeah. That's the key. And we talked about before, when when MTV ran it, then that was just in different acts. I mean, you don't know what's going on and and what I have heard and seen little bits, because I never did watch the Grammys. It's just just a mess out there right now. Nobody can just, everybody's playing with each other. You don't know what they're yelling and screaming at the same time. When they do songs together. I, so I like what they've done lately. And Buffett could end up doing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he could really. I I can't believe we didn't really. Yeah. maybe I don't know if we'd mention that. It's realistic. But Hunty brings up a real good. I mean, this isn't just a fantasy. We have the Landshark Lager. This could be the biggest Buffett moment of the teens.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'm yeah, it will be our list ten years from now. It will be top of the list. Yeah. And yeah it may just... I don't know so so here's a here's another big question. Do you think Buffett will get the Super Bowl or Kenny Chesney will get the Super Bowl first?
2: Unfortunately, I would think Kenny Chesney would especially if he's if he's just off a brand new album or something like that it's gonna be uh you know he's top of mind, he's like, Because yeah.
1: uh, that's my feeling. I think they've kind of run out of the classic rockers. The Super Bowl is, is yeah, pretty much country. exhausted. It, yeah, and so I think they're going to move into country. It's like a nice, easy left turn into, or right turn into country. I
0: think it is a right turn into country. Well, would there be someone that they might pick like Kenny Chesney that Buffett might
1: make an appearance? And I don't even think, if they do pick Kenny Chesney, I don't even think he's going to do the full 15 minutes or whatever. I think it's going to be like the big names in country. You're probably right. Or the big, the big
0: right. new names in country. But the They've been going toward just picking one, one. Yeah, group. I think.
1: Well, I think they're going to drop that. They're going to run out, like you said. I don't and I, I don't want them to go into. This. They run out of the huge names. Well, I don't know if they have. But unless well, you
0: get like uh, Rolling Stones, think, oh, they, they already did. It. did it. I know. That's what I'm oh, saying. Okay. I'm going through Rolling like Stones.
1: Kiss. I don't think they're going to do Kiss. I don't know. No. I I, don't know. I just don't. They're big. I think that commercial with Kiss pretty much.
2: <laughs> that was their <laughs> suitable moment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I pretty much killed it when they're appearing with Little Kiss or whatever it's called, Mini Kiss. I c I don't know the name. Whatever. I, the name you it. never know, but I, I don't you're right, they're bigger, and bigger and the fans
0: are the ones making the decisions too. I mean some old fans of Kiss so you know, you never know that might pop in. But Buffett could sneak in there. And if he played, I'd say there'd be like four songs with a slow one. I think Pirate would
1: make it in there. I don't think so. No, no, that would never be. Yeah, yeah, unless they do the medley thing. Then he might no, sneak it'd be kind a of a couple bars medley. of pirate in there. I would love to hear him do changes so he can get the crowd to swear. 'Cause I really want I really want whatever network carries the Super Bowl to be embarrassed. Ever since the whole Janet Jackson Snafu, I want the network I was praying that Roger Dodger would drop the F bomb during Who Are You? But he didn't. Damn it. That's what I was waiting for. But he didn't do it. He held back.
2: Well, I don't know. Margar- well, Margaritaville, okay, Margaritaville would be there. There. Um, It wouldn't be anything slow. I think Mick nailed it. I think he got he had to do Finns. That's probably right up there. And then either Cheeseburger or. Uh, and Five O'Clock Somewhere's got to work its way in there. I don't even think that, too. I think it's songs, you know, by heart.
0: It's, it's a Jimmy Buffett I, thing. I'm going to hold on. I think it's Five O'Clock Somewhere because it, besides Margaritaville, that's the next most known song. And no, it's not his though. You know, it's weird. Yeah, but he can't
2: like sing it either. He's gonna be yeah, right. else starting. Alan Jackson's gonna do the Super
0: Bowl halftime before Buffett. Yeah. Kenny Chesney's
2: a also a good call there. That's George it. Street. It's gonna be another George Street, Alan Jackson. <laughs> Buffett. <laughs> Chesney. It's <laughs> George Street, Jackson. Allog- eight eight, eight and three. minutes three. eight George minutes Street, of song and four minutes you're of right. talking Thank you. dropping Jay each Jay other's Buffett. names. <laughs>
1: George Strait. <laughs> Mentioning uh, "It's Five O'clock Somewhere" reminds me of a news story that I recently saw, but forgot to link to, so I don't know the details. But a, uh, I think it's a shoe company in the East Coast is trying to use the phrase "It's Five O'clock Somewhere" with an exclamation point, and Margaritaville is taking them is uh, has uh, contacted them with a lawsuit, saying they have to drop "It's Five O'clock Somewhere" because it's a uh, trademark of Jimmy Buffett, Hmm. and. Other people have pointed out that how can it be a trademark of Jimmy Buffett since he was a guest on the song for one thing and it wasn't written by Jimmy Buffett.
0: No. Or Alan Jackson.
1: And that saying's been around for a long time. That I hadn't heard. The first time I heard it was in the song. It's always... yes. It's 12 o'clock somewhere somewhere. or 5 o'clock somewhere. But if you read the the lawsuit, there's a PDF of the lawsuit available, but it mentions mentions all the stuff about Jimmy Buffett is this entertainer. He's very popular, and his song, it's 5 o'clock somewhere, was number one. He won a Grammy for it, dot, dot, dot. And that's why you should stop using it, because it's Jimmy Buffett's. It doesn't mention the songwriters anywhere in the lawsuit. Maybe... Buffett has that somehow
0: copyrighted as a slogan too besides the song it's also like could be you know to put on t-shirts but it is is on t-shirts yeah yeah
2: I I see it all over the place
0: so maybe they you know I don't know how all this this electrical property works I think
1: the shoe company was trying to get by by putting that exclamation point at the end because the song doesn't have an exclamation point and anything on margaritaville.com doesn't have an exclamation point but uh, Margaritaville was too savvy they saw right through that punctuation. Yeah. Good, good for them. Good for the big guys. <laughs> well, it just really struck me as odd. Why is Jimmy claiming that? Just because he does it live in his concerts, the song is now his?
0: Yeah, like I say, there might be something separate from this song. He might have the yeah, same license, uh, license to put on apparel. Mm-hmm. And... They paid Alan Jackson and those writers some money to use that as a licensing, you know, all on the up and up. I wouldn't be surprised, I don't say this for sure.
1: Similar to that, here's a story from Montgomery, Alabama. State Representative Johnny McMorrow of Alabama wants to uh, change the state song from Alabama to Stars Fell on Alabama. Which this article claims is a Jimmy Buffett tune. So now he's even claiming this isn't Jimmy Buffett's song. Yeah, but I think they tried doing that before, changing the state song to "Stars yeah, Fell in Alabama." Before. I know that "Stars Fell in Alabama" is on their license plates, so it might be like the unofficial state motto. But now they're trying to change the state song, and I've never heard of the song "Alabama." I like how the title, of the headline says. Jimmy Buffett tune. Yeah, a legislator <laughs> tries to switch that's Alabama song. state song to Jimmy Buffett tune. That's from the Associated Press, by the way. And following all that uh, Super Bowl frivolity, uh, the same day, Sunday, February 7th, the Chicago Tribune ran an ad for a show on August 14th at Toyota Park in Chicago. So that's the first evidence of the tour for 2010. Hmm. And guess what it's called. Did you even see the end? I, didn't I see did it not see, it did see it Yeah, you guys are expressing surprise, and I'm surprised because I thought you would have picked up
2: no. on it. It's called Under the Big Top. Ah, uh, see, hey. So <laughs> perhaps someone was listening to our podcast. Yeah. Maybe we should <laughs> sue them for copyright infringement. <laughs> That's right.
1: Yeah, that's right. We mentioned it first. So it belongs to us. <laughs> yeah, The well, whole tour
0: belongs to us. I don't care if it's his song. It was Alan. Yeah, it's Alan Jackson. Some other songwriter's song. Five o'clock somewhere. Uh. I, yeah, that's right. I didn't see the name of the tour at all. There's well, more dates the trickling in,
1: too, right? Here's the ad right here. They've got it on yeah. Buffett News and Buffett World. Oh, I didn't read carefully.
0: I think I saw I was it. hoping
1: they they mentioned they mentioned the ad before they actually uploaded the image of it, and I was wondering, oh, what does it look like is is Jimmy have like a big mustache on, and he's got a lion, a whip, and a chair, and he's just like a like uh, I don't know, ringleader? Is that what they're called? The guys at the circus? Um yeah, ringmaster, right? I don't know. It doesn't sound right. No, no, no.
0: There's who's the guy that leads the
1: circus? Ringmaster? Ring, Ring yeah, whatever. Ring bearer. <laughs> well that I know it's not. <laughs> but it's it's just this standard uh photo of Buffett mm. yeah the logo on it. But it's Jimmy Buffett under the big top tour twenty ten.
0: Margueriteville rum.
1: Yeah, it's cool. presented by Landshark and Margaritaville yeah. Rum, so we'll who knows, maybe this year Scott will have his first sampling mm. of Margaritaville Rum. Mm. And uh, following the announcement of the Chicago concert, there's news of a uh, two shows in Boston at Manassas for Thursday, June 17th, and Saturday, June 19th, and just today there's news of a concert in Houston. For May twentieth, that's the earliest one, and uh, tickets are going on sale immediately. So be sure to check Buffett News and Buffett World for My information, from home, or geez. just go to Ticketmaster and get ready to start typing in your password. Yeah, they're going to announce the damn show, so you can be
0: ready to pay for the tickets. You know, like last
1: year. Jeez. So yeah, last year was us; we were the first ones to be announced, and this that's year right. it's Chicago, Boston, and Houston within a couple days. And the latest news that just showed up today is uh, Jimmy called up Radio Margaritaville to talk about the the Super Bowl. And uh, there's a lengthy 14-minute interview available at margaritaville.com or at Buffett News and Buffett World. I tried listening to it before I left, but then I found out that it was that long. Mm. It's uh, over 14 minutes. And it's like, I can't listen to this entire thing. I don't have that kind of time. Exactly. How can I gotta get going? There's land
2: sharks to be drunk at Zodiac. <laughs> got anything else? Should I just dive into
1: the concert roundup? Well, that's round the
0: from the coast. Uh, did someone send us their biggest moments?
1: Yeah, we got uh, the email from Listener Ed that uh, included all his picks for everything. Oh, okay. Here's uh, Listener Ed's top fives of everything. I might skip the songs, skip the songs. since songs. we haven't talked about our own, but... Listener Ed's top five Buffett albums are License to Chill, Take the Weather With You, Live in Anguilla, Live in Hawaii, and Live at Wrigley Field. Listener Ed was heavy in the lives. Mm -hmm. Yep. And he also, he submitted his uh, top five Buffett songs, and he submitted his top five Buffett news items of the decade. Uh, Number one, winning the vocal event of the year for 5 O'Clock Somewhere in 2003. Inducted into the Songwriters Hall of Fame, October 2006. Margaritaville in Glendale opening, April 2008. I hey, think he picked hey, that. Hey, I hey. think he picked that just for you guys. It <laughs> opened in April 2008.
0: We went like a month after it opened. According to the date, it
2: seemed like it had opened that year, but I didn't. Now that just he a mentions month.
1: it, was that the one he did the concert at Glendale
2: with he Jimmy did. and Mac? Was that the
1: one they did the concert? I think they
0: did the concert there yeah. for yeah.
2: grand opening. Yeah.
0: So we must have gone there like within a month or so.
1: It seemed like it was longer. And the fourth one is Landshark Stadium, 2008. And the fifth one is Jammin' at Bon Jovi's house, Labor Day weekend, 2009. And I remember that because it took us like five, six months before we actually mentioned it on our show. (laughs) Somebody wrote us details about it and it took us that long for us to actually notice the email.
0: People are coming up with events. I'm defending my homework. You might as well. Everybody's come up with the, the events, but
1: Scott. Yeah, go ahead and do it. Scott's not yeah. here to defend himself, so it.
0: Yeah, he was giving me a hard time, but I think it was good. It was good because we, we came up with all kinds of events.
1: So, I think I'm going to hijack the podcast yet again for the concert roundup. The last, roundup. last concert roundup of 2009. The only show remaining that we have not discussed is the Paris concert. That uh, was performed on Saturday, September 26th, but we weren't able to hear it until Thanksgiving because it was uh, not broadcast live. It was recorded and, and uh, time shifted all the way to Thanksgiving. But it was a really good concert. Obviously, Jimmy was in a really good mood because it was a special concert in Paris. And he uh, started off the show with the Wino and I Know, Even before the band came out. Even before they did that little fanfare thing that they've been doing in 2009. He uh, did Wino and I O solo. And uh, he also threw in Fruitcakes as the second song, I believe. And it really sounds like he says the line uh, half-baked people in Michigan instead of half-baked people in the kitchen or half-baked people in the oven. So I'm going to just claim that he's talking about
0: us he's he's mentioned in the podcast yeah he's probably listening to us getting ideas and we're on his oh of course he
2: probably just got done listening it just slipped out exactly
1: he also did i will play for gumbo he brought back having nadira saying making music for money and in introducing it he got the name of the album wrong again instead of nod to the storyteller he said ode to the storyteller Uh. he's been making that mistake all all the time Every time they do that song, you'd make that same mistake. So and yeah, he's kind of, the storyteller. That's what's <laughs> funny. It was kind of funny to hear him it's say it again. Man. Another notable song was Sean pour les petits enfants," and ELO uh, did two songs back to back, including a new one called "Fisherman's Song." And uh, Jimmy said, in introducing e- Elo, Jimmy said, if he's good enough for me to bring up, he's good enough for you to listen to, which sounds like a threat. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, it does.
1: And Damn it. You're defensive. You're going to listen. <laughs> the para show was also the first time, now get ready for the shock, it was the first time he ever performed Turn Up the Heat, Chill de Rose live. Yeah. So That's why it's going to be in the If tour. we'd been paying attention, if I'd actually listened to this recording instead of just recording it, I would have been able to warn you guys, don't get your hopes up on this song. I want to get. And, I want to listen to this. I'm and uh, he messes up on the line, It doesn't take much just a decorators truss. <laughs> well, you know. And he ended the show with a tour de Rocher and uh, another Saturday night, because it was Saturday, and the final song was inevitably... He went to Paris, but it's a really good concert, and uh, here are some samples from
2: it. Bonsoir mes amis, viens à Paris. You say to bien, c'est tout le monde ce soir. C'est comme on a dit à uh, Louisiane, ce soir laissez leur bon temps rouler à Paris ce soir. Ice cream man, he's a hillbilly fan. Got seventy-eight five-hank snow. Walks in the streets of this city, so neat, city that only he knows. Fruitcakes in the kitchen, fruitcakes on the street, strikes naked through the crosswalk in the middle of nowhere. I don't know if anybody got tits thrown at him. I don't think that happened to Marie Chavalier, but for those of you who may have a little jet lag right now, we're going to make this very simple. It's going to be 5 o'clock all night long. Synchronize your wine glasses. After wearing the cheeseburger hat, I have to get all three of my hairs back in place. It's better? It's good? Okay. All right. I'm sexy. Oh. sexy. Oh. Thank you, girls. Thank you. was going to Those girls take care of us out here. The Reaperettes can do more than just sing like angels it says It's a song Children, song for the world, song for the children, song for the world. To the world, merci beaucoup. This is a brand new song. I hope to God I get it right. If not, it doesn't matter because you're all drunk anyway. Give me some of its magic, some of it tragic, but I had a good life all the way.
0: Thank you for the magic. Merci pour la magie.
2: And he went to Paris looking for answers to questions. I hope you found the answers that follow Bon nuit, mes amis! Thank you! All hmm. right. I don't know. You're right. I think he's probably going to play that song on tour next season.
1: <sighs> Crap. I don't think so. No? I think it's going to be like... Uh, He'll get the message? It's going to be like... What was the other crappy song that he had? Oh, Math Sucks. He would do that on occasion, but it wasn't like... It wasn't the staple of that tour. And I think it's going to be one of those songs
2: he'll get the message he might he might like get the ball. nerve
1: to try it out and when they when he sees everybody fleeing to the restrooms then i will know. okay put this back in the vault for a little bit yeah forever
0: well we had homework and we have a contest this
1: is Scott. we have a
0: contest that we're still weeding through the entries and we'll or get a consensus together oh my god I actually did that by accident <laughs> We'll get a consensus <laughs> together. Uh once we get Scott's songs. Yeah. Off camera, yeah. Right? I guess. Camera. So uh top ten songs of the aughts. I don't even like my list, but I drafted it up anyway. I had a tough time. Yeah, you know, it, <laughs> it was kind wasn't of tough like like, Yeah, it wasn't like there was really Something that would stand out. Right. Then I was worried about who did he didn't even write this song. Should I put it number right. one or two or three? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but there's not much. There's hardly ten songs that he wrote. Well, <laughs> there's more than ten, but it was it was kind of tough. And I, I, well, I guess I went through all the albums, and even the live ones, and thinking maybe I'll take a live
2: version that he did during the aughts. But uh, I didn't really. I don't think I took one. See I stayed away from the live ones. I just went after the recordings.
1: Mm-hmm. I concentrated on the studio albums too But yeah. I kind of wish that I had Included some of the lives The thing was I wanted to listen to the live albums Before including stuff off them And I just didn't have time To listen to the live albums For instance One song that I was really thinking Would make my list was uh, I can't remember what concert it is But he did The Wind Cries Mary the Jimi Hendrix song yeah. And I figured that would be part of the list. I almost, yeah. But I haven't listened to that version recently, so I don't know if it would still make the list. Yes. So what's your list? Dive into it. Well, let's go with Mike first. I'm
0: looking right. at it. I'm cheating. I like to keep mixed it away. lists yeah. better
2: than mine. I I'll go from ten to one. I have, uh, and here we, again, I struggle with, you know, the stuff that he wrote, didn't write. or Yeah. You know, yeah. But Sea of Heartbreak, I like that one. That's my number 10. Um, Cinco de Mayo in Memphis, I really like that song. Uh, number 9, number 8, Far Side of the World. It's one of the standouts on that album. Scott um, would approve. Tonight I Just Need My Guitar. Mm-hmm. And that was one of my favorites. Even though it's a short song, just a little over two minutes, still, great tune. Much appreciated. Um, summer school. I like it. That's the, <laughs> He's defending. I'm defending. defending. It's, I'm a, it's a good tune. It's uh, you know, the the theme of the tour and everything. It was good. I liked it. Um, boats to build. That was one with uh, Alan Jackson. Yeah. Still that.
1: I don't know because we we both heard the Jerry Jeff Walker song first. Yeah. Even though it's a Guy Clark song.
2: Yeah, and again, you know, I had I kind of struggled with it, but I do like the song, so I yeah. put it on my list right in the middle. Um, next up is "Here We Are." Mm-hmm. Very Scott, good song. You know, he he, just Scott's give you gonna a bear hug. Right? Yep, he would start tearing up right about now. What what numbers? Here we are, uh, number four. Okay. Yeah, number three, blue guitar. Hmm,
1: that's another one that I don't know because that's. We heard Peter Mayer do that yeah. or was it another Mayer?
2: Do we did we heard Peter, Peter Mayer
1: do it first or? Oh,
2: you heard it. I, I don't know. Okay. But I just like it. it's a great yeah. song. And it was well done, well arranged and everything. I liked it. Um, number 2 off the new album. Beautiful Swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the I'm, it's I'm the Buffett tune on the new album. Made it for me. And the number one is Five O'Clock Somewhere, just because it's a big song, got all the accolades. Um, I don't know that I necessarily like it the best, but I think it needs to be recognized above all the others. So for Greg, you put Five O'Clock Somewhere. (laughs) So, I can't, yeah. There we we have it. We have a few
0: the same. I did exclude Five O'Clock Somewhere. Really? I just decided to exclude it. Without you take that approach. Where, where should I put it? And I said, you know, I'm not going to put it on there. It's not his song. He just guessed it. But you could put it in there. I, I didn't know what to do, so. I decided I didn't want to think about it because I was hemming and hawing. Is it number one or is it number 20? Or it doesn't it belong here at all? <laughs> exactly. I'll do it and then Mickin. I like Mick's list. Number 10, for my daughter, I took the Florida's version on Hoot. Mm. Just because she can name that tune, you know, three notes, because she's always playing the damn movie. My whole bottom of this list is kind of like, just for just for the hell of it. Yeah, the Florida days for Hoot number nine. I put the Margaritaville version, the uh, tequila version. Mm-hmm. Oh really? Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like hearing. It, I guess because it's just yeah. different. But they do say salt, salt, salt. And that bugs me. Uh, number eight, I put getting the picture.
2: hmm
0: I consider. I like the song, even though I like ripped it at first. It grew on me. Uh, let's see, number seven. I have "Far Side of the World." Hey, hey. Good tune. Had to represent. Number six. Here we are, <laughs> and it's actually lower than yours. I was surprised, <laughs> but it had to make my list. Scott, be happy. Uh, number five. I picked "Coastal Confessions." <laughs> off a license to chill. I like the song. And then he wrote it, and uh, number four, Blue Guitar. And yeah, I like the arrangements. It sounds good, I I love that song. Number three is when Sea Heartbreak came on my list. I love that song. And number two is boats to Build. Now, I did hear, I I love Jerry Jeff's version. I did not hear his version until after this Mm -hmm. album. I didn't get that uh, album by Jerry Jeff. And then also Guy Clark's version I've heard, which is actually a little bit more like, I mean, Jerry Jeff really made it his own because Buffett's version is more true to Guy Clark's. Mm-hmm. And number one from the new album, maybe because I just keep listening to his beautiful swimmers. <laughs> That's. <laughs> I was really worried to even have that on that list and then Mike brought it in number two. So. That's, That's The standout
2: on the record for me, it's just the Buffett song.
0: All right, and I'm drawn to his ballads all the time. I can't help it. But it was funny. Other things you mentioned. Tonight, I just need my guitar just didn't make the cut. And it probably could have come in the last few there. And I have one notable exception that I cannot believe didn't make my list. It's like I missed it. And, uh, but it's on mix, so I'm, gonna, I'm not going to say it. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> well, I,
0: it's some cheating.
1: My criterion was that I included uh, cover versions, but only if I was not familiar with the song. So that's why I excluded Boats to Build and what was the other one you guys mentioned? Blue Guitar. Yeah, Blue Guitar, because I had already heard those songs by other performers. So it was an instance of Buffett covering a song instead of Buffett introducing a song that was written by somebody else. And my, my list is also in chronological order, so it's not a case of best of, worst, it's just the way I heard them. So that's why number one is Mademoiselle Voulez-vous which... It <laughs> didn't make anybody's list mine, mm-hmm. but I like the song. Mm-hmm. And also, Savannah Fare You Well. I also like that song, which yeah, is like an, that song. That another reason why I like uh, Five Side of the World. I love that song, mm-hmm. and they, I, I'm disappointed. The I third know. song I really like, and that's Someday I Will. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, song four is Tonight I Just Need My Guitar, which is on both your lists. I believe it's on... No, it's just on... It's on It
0: almost the cut. But I, I
1: like Someday I Will even better than Tonight I Just Need My Guitar. Uh, number five is Coastal Confessions. Um, number six is Here We Are. Number seven is Breathe In, Breathe Out, Move On. Mm-hmm. Number number eight is Get In The Picture, which I really like. I think it's a great single. Number nine is Summer School. I was waiting for
2: Mike
0: <laughs> to react
1: to it. <laughs> hey! I didn't me. have to defend myself so <laughs> pathetically. And number ten is A Lot To Drink About. That's which is not a great song but i mean it, it just it fits stick. the time he yeah. wrote it for this period i could
0: see that because it, it i just i i like listening to that song lately and it's just a full song. and it, it, it has works.
1: really grown on me hearing it evolve over the months
2: and he could still he could use that song forever just drop in verses of current events mm-hmm. as the thing goes on so those are my 10 well, But uh, geez, the ones i really nice. like
1: the ones i really like are getting the picture here we are and breathe in breathe out move on and someday I'll and then Here We Are made all of our lists, right? You yeah, it yes, studio. it did. Oh, I it's was, a great song.
0: I didn't notice it when I was cheating looking at Mixed List that he actually had Here We Are on there. So, what was the one that you... Breathe in, breathe out, move on. Um, that should be yeah, on my no, list. I, I, it's, yeah. on my, it's on my list, it's on, I on my notes about here. That one, and then I didn't somewhere. put it in the top 10, but maybe because the bottom of my top 10, I was just, you know, for. Uh, it was almost like for my daughter putting the Hoot song and the Margaret Deville version on. Really breathe and breathe out, move on. And tonight, I just need my guitar. Those are two that should have made my list. So I approve of those. And that's that. I had some I know, some weird, I was trying to like, I really liked that Still in Paradise song on the uh, Ang- Anguilla disc.
2: But I wasn't oh, going to make
0: the top 10.
2: The Banky Banks? Yeah. Yeah. And the City, of New Orleans thing. Yeah, on that was good. Then Glory Days. <laughs> well, that's right. Mike should have Glory Days yeah. on there. I didn't I thought that's about right. that just like you should have made a stand. And
1: screw all you fans that hate these covers. Yeah. So I wonder what
0: Scott will come in with.
2: I'd like to hear his opinion without being colored by our selections, which he's not gonna listen to the podcast yeah, anyway. So. Yeah. But that's that's
1: so exciting. It's all <laughs> over. Hey, here we are. It's our last of the top. We've been working on this a for a month and a half.
2: But that was pretty interesting to do when you think about it, you know? I mean there's a lot of songs to choose from, and to, you know, wade through there and try to pick your favorites.
1: Yeah, there's some good songs. Unfortunately, there aren't any, you know, breakout classics like there have been in past decades, mm-hmm. which right. which is a shame.
0: A five I O'Clock Summer, it was like the uh, commercial decade for Buffett. Yeah. And I confess that didn't even occur to me to include that. Mm-hmm. I decided, and then I was thinking, and Breeze, and like, well, it was just it was a good song and everything it made my list but I didn't get it in the top ten yeah and and off the new album just Beautiful Swimmers for me that was it and I I was thinking of Rumble no, no. Man Wings and Nobody From Nowhere I had summer school yeah had, you guys had sure. summer school
1: yeah I I confess that I have not listened to the new album all that much recently I bet if I had been listening to it more often that that Beautiful Swimmers might have made the cut yeah you know I, haven't I just have either. not been listening
2: to it but um um, beautiful swimmers,
1: and wings. I really like and, wings, uh,
2: Big top and wings are in like a regular rotation on Radio Margaritaville. I've heard that. Heard them pretty recently. And then today, for the first time, I heard turn up the heat and chill the rose. Oh, really? On Radio Margaritaville, and I switched. Chim- <laughs> 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 All
0: right, I have a parrot head and the priest. I was going to say that for toward Easter, but hey, Lent's starting. Why not? You be, or the priest, I think, should have an Irish accent. That was my oh thinking. God help us. So if can be the priest.
1: Well, it even says with Irish accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: well, was my direction. <laughs> my notes. <laughs> anyway, all right. Parrot head goes into the confessional box after years of being away from the church. There's a fully equipped bar with Landshark on tap, On top is a basket with the freshest limes. On the other wall is a dazzling array of the finest tequilas and
2: rums. Then the priest comes in. Father, forgive me, for it's been a very long time since I've been to confession. But I must first admit that the confessional box is much more inviting than it used to be. The priest replies, Get out! You're on my side!
1: What was that Scottish? You, can't yeah, tell know, it's, it's you kinda did that like... whose line
0: is it anyway uh, combination <laughs> accent, which is better than I can do. It's better when, when at least uh, the Jennifer part left. was Irish. But the you're
2: on my side. <laughs> Scottish. <laughs> this is crap. <laughs> Get
0: out. You're on my side. You sound like the Proclaimers at the end. <laughs> at first it was like the Irish Rovers. <laughs>
2: And that was
0: actually...
2: Welcome back. I'm here with Shineheart Universal Vice President Jack Donaghy. Thanks for sitting in the hot box. Jack, who's number one on your speed dial?
0: Blackberry, Warren Buffett, iPhone, Jimmy Buffett. Oh,
2: let's grab a drink after this. You read my mind. We'll be right back after this ad aimed at the elderly.